I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. There is a new little girl in our family. Her name is Cecilia, and she already knows what she wants and when she wants it. She is just a few weeks old, but she's already trying to talk, and she gets very upset when people don't quite understand what she's trying to say. And she kind of rolls her eyes and curls her lip, and then when, when you do what she wants, she gives you this little half-smile. She has her grandmother's little half-smile. And she knows things that I don't because she's a girl. I think you can see the difference between men and women from the time little girls are born. For one thing, they smile more than boy babies. Boy babies mostly eat, drink, burp, and pee. (laughs) And we don't change much as we get a little bit older either. When Cecilia looks at me and smiles, that little half smile, it's like she's thinking, we girls can certainly get along without those other kind of people. But if we don't take care of them, who will? I think little girls seem to care, even when they're little babies. Right from the time they're born, baby girls love to be kissed. They squeal, they curl their toes, and they kick their legs. And in my opinion, the baby girls who grow up best are the ones who have the same reaction when they get to be women. It just looks a little different. It's nice, though. Baby girls seem to know right away that kissing is more important than grabbing, which is a lesson that most guys don't learn until we become members of the Louie Louie generation. Girls think about that kind of thing all the time as they're growing up. Guys think about eating, drinking, burping, and peeing, and sports as we grow up. I think things just happen too fast for us, for the guys, you know? Because it seems like just when we get used to being our parents' children, before we knew what hit us, we became our children's parents. That's tough. Girls see it coming. We don't. Timing is all wrong for guys. That's part of it. Started when we were teenagers. Just when we got horny, the girls got religion. I remember that to this day. And hey, ladies, if you're listening, wherever you are now, Jeannie and Matilda and Maureen, that wasn't funny then, and it's not funny now. Well, I don't know, maybe it's a little funny now. But girls understand about things like kissing is more important than grabbing and relationships and love. I think they understand about it instinctively, which is a good thing, because we don't. I guess we need to have those things explained in words of one syllable to us. So I tried to make a list of different kind of loves this week to make it more understandable to me and to other guys. So I I gave it a sports name. I call it Summer's Love Lineup. And here's how it looks. First up is the all-star kind of love, I guess. Lasting love. That's a love with capital letters. Letters just as large as the one that spelled God lasting love. Then there's little loves, the kind that spring up sometimes with the clerk at the convenience store or the, or the gas station guy. 
They usually don't grow up at all. I mean, they're just kind of daily tinkles that kind of calm down nicely and move on after a while. Usually, but not always. Lots of us look forward to lusty love. Lots of grunting up against the nearest walls with that kind. As opposed to lingerie love, which comes complete with expensive perfumes, satin sheets, and careful meetings. And then there's um, lion love. That's putting your mouth where you know your heart ought to be and isn't. Little lying love is mostly pecks and air kisses instead of flesh on flesh. Then comes lonely love. That is a tough one. They write songs like The Girl That Got Away about that one. In fact, our Louie Louie Generation theme song was originally written by a guy who was telling a bartender about his girl who had just gotten away earlier that evening. guy I know fell in lonely love with his best buddy's wife. And never once, so far, has he let either one of them know about it. It's tough. Lovely love. That happens on Valentine's Day. It's lace and candy and words that are dandy, that kind of stuff. Loony love is the kind that makes you walk into walls and you don't even notice. See little tooth marks there in telephone poles. Lady love is clean, clear, soft, and tough. Moms are good at lady love. Lad love is testosterone boiling over and splashing around all over the place. It's a little bit like lusty love, only it's just for guys. Lucky love starts when something like missing your train happens. And when you catch the next one, she catches it too. And without either of you noticing it at first, she sits down next to you. That's lucky love. That happens. Lots of love usually results in large families. Lefty love is when she's next in line at Starbucks and she starts a conversation with you instead of you starting one with her. And the second sentence out of her mouth is, quote, my boyfriend is out of town this week, end quote. The reason I call that lefty love is because it's a little bit unusual. Usually it's the guy who has to do the opening line and and you usually don't see it coming. That actually happened to a buddy of mine recently, by the way. You learn about loyal love. When you have kids who break your heart, or Alzheimer's steals the memories that you've made with your husband or wife, or you put on your country's uniform and you risk your life in battle, that's loyal love. It's a little like lasting love without the sex. It's complicated, this love thing. For guys, it is anyway. Six details, a bunch of completely unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake at night out the other ear, and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. Should anyone ask you what part of the human anatomy expands to 12 times its relaxed size when it is directly stimulated, you can confidently give them the correct answer. It is the iris of the human eye. (laughs) Gotcha. Some of you have dirty minds, don't you? Sheep snore, but I'll bet you first they have to think about a bunch of humans jumping over a fence. About two-thirds of us, both male and female, tilt our heads to the right when we kiss, even if we're liberals. Dicks to tails, they take your mind off your mind. 
By the way, if you can think of one or two different kinds of loves that uh, belong in the summer's love lineup, uh, please send them to me uh, on an email, if you would, and we'll list them in uh, the Dickies Quickies section of the blog at DickSummer.com. The email address is Dick at DickSummer.com. I think one of the toughest loves in the lineup is lonely love. It takes a really tough person to make that one work. There's a story about that in the Night Connections personal audio CD. It's called A Real Friend. Hardly anybody understands you. You're a holdout, and you sure as hell aren't frigid. You believe that the only way to live a real life is by living with people and things that are real. Sounds simple, doesn't it? But it's not. Everything around you seems to be slipping into some kind of mechanical, virtual reality. A man came into your life once, and you taught each other the difference between what's real and what's make-believe. He wasn't terribly smart or handsome or rich. He was just real. A real man with a real life and a real smile and a real friend. You. It's not easy being a real friend. It's a lot like making love. You're always discovering hidden places, pulling apart, talking, hiding something, coming together, laughing, sometimes crying, getting hurt often, and on some rare moments, touching. And if you're lucky, once in your life, trusting enough to let yourself be touched by your friend in places that you wouldn't dare to touch yourself. You both believe that making love is never safe, nor is it always passionate, but it is always much more than just a way to pass time. It doesn't have to be for always, but it always needs to be real and naked. Partners who are safely condomed, carefully polite, and looking for long-term relationships. You two used to laugh about. You called them latex lovers. There are real people and real things all around you tonight. You're sitting in a massive mahogany-paneled room filled with real leather furniture, brass gooseneck lamps, glass-fronted mahogany bookcases full of books with gold-stamped titles. The floor is polished hardwood covered with a huge, intricately woven oriental rug. Fireplaces at least four tree trunks wide with burnished brass andirons. It's his father's living room, a real family's room for living and laughing and loving. A real family is together, saying a final goodbye. His was a short life, as lives go these days, but every moment of it was real, and you and he touched it every day. But you only touched each other once, and that was with your eyes. Sometimes that's how it goes between real friends. He was a real man with a real life and real kids and a real wife. And you were his real friend. And hers. Hardly anybody understands that anymore. I guess that's not really a perfect example of lonely love because they both knew as a matter of fact maybe the wife knew too I don't know when you think about it though one of the most important lessons that you can learn from love is that a love that's absolutely perfect can't grow anymore 
because it's already all perfectly grown. So here's a question for you. Doesn't that mean that the moment a love reaches absolute perfection, it begins to die? I don't know. Anyway, that's a story called A Real Friend. It's from the Night Connections personal audio CD. And if you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com and download it from the icon right there on the opening page. I have noticed that I'm doing this again. It's kind of hard to break old habits, I guess. I, I think only a guy would be concerned that when he has a perfect love, that it can't get any more perfect, and therefore he gets worried about it. <laughs> I noticed that when those of you who were once people like little Cecilia, you know, non-guys, when you hear a question like that, you usually just kind of roll your eyes a little bit and give us one of those little smiles. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.